All right, welcome to Choir Talks. Thank you for sharing the scripture with me today. This year, I've been using Lent, the Lent season, as a guide for my personal quiet times. Um, using this season to spend 40 days looking at scriptures about the cross in those 40 days leading toward uh, Good Friday and toward Easter. So I've really enjoyed doing that. It's It's been uh, not a part of our tradition uh, in the church that I'm in, but it's it's just been helpful to me this year. And today I was reading this morning in Isaiah chapter 53, which is really the most famous prophecy about the cross uh, given to us in the Old Testament. As soon as I start reading it, you will recognize it probably. Um, it is um, quoted or referred to in the New Testament more than any other Old Testament scripture. So here's what it sounds like in Isaiah 53, starting with verse 3. He, and by the way, um, the he refers to the Messiah, who in Isaiah, uh, it is called, he's called the suffering servant or a servant. Uh, so he's really talking about Jesus who is to come yet. He was despised and rejected by mankind, a man of suffering and familiar with pain. Like one from whom people hide their faces, he was despised, and we held him in low esteem. So if you've been reading Isaiah up to this point, you really recognize the suffering servant and uh, and what he has to go through. And here's what he says about him. Here he is despised. He's rejected. Uh, Of course, we know that Jesus came as a Jew, but he was rejected by his own people, his his own Jewish leaders, were the ones who were behind putting him up to crucifixion. The word despised here means grossly underestimated, and that certainly applies to Jesus. When Pilate interviewed Jesus uh, trying to decide what to do with him, he said, don't you know that I have the power to release you? Um, Which is so ironic because he was the most powerful person in the region at that time. But when he said that, he was speaking to the most powerful, powerful uh, force in all the universe in all times. Uh, Jesus alone had the power to uh, be released and to step away from that situation. He alone had the power to to do anything he wanted to do. Uh, And yet, it says, we held him in low esteem. Nobody um, gave any credence to the power from this suffering servant. Verses 4 through 6 Surely he took up our pain and bore our suffering. Yet we considered him punished by God, stricken by him and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him, and by his wounds we are healed. We all like sheep have gone astray. Each one of us has turned to our own way, but the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. So here's the heart of the passage, uh, the heart of this message that Isaiah is giving about this suffering servant, this Messiah to come, and that is that the Messiah would give his innocent life to pay for the lives of the guilty, which is us. Uh, Paul says this really directly in 2 Corinthians 5. He says, God made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, so that in him we might become the righteousness of Christ. So this Messiah, Jesus, comes to give his life 
to take the place uh, of us, to take the penalty that we owe, to take the, the punishment that we owed. He gives his life. This scripture ties together the Old Testament and the New Testament in a, in a powerful way. In the Old Testament, there are all those uh, laws of sacrifice where the people who were guilty of sin had to get an innocent animal, usually a lamb, and have that animal be killed and sacrificed because of their own guilt. So in this passage, the suffering servant, Jesus, becomes that sacrificial lamb to give his innocent life for the guilty and to pay for all the sins of the world. If you backed up a few verses in in Isaiah, you'll see that this suffering servant, Isaiah says this about him, he will sprinkle many nations. Uh, And so that gives us the idea that his blood will sprinkle over the uh, guilty uh, across the world. And it ties together with the revelation picture that we get where it says, from every tongue, nation, tribe, and people, that, um, that there will be people who have been, uh, their sin has been paid for by the Lamb, uh, which is Jesus. Um, so here's, let's, let's just look at some of the, the language here. It's so beautiful. Um, so surely he took up our pain and bore our suffering. I'm told that in the original language, the word bore there conjures up a mental image of Samson who uh, took the gates of Gaza and pulled them out of their foundations and carried them up on his back up the, up the mountain. It's a, this mighty hero, heroic thing that only he could have done. Here, Jesus, the Messiah, takes up our pain and bears the weight of the world, of all the sins of the world, a heroic thing that he alone was able to do. Notice the word our, O-U-R, uh, Surely he took up our pain. He bore our suffering. We considered him punished by God, but he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him, and by his wounds we are healed. His, his, uh, our sins, his suffering. Notice that all of this really belongs to us, and yet he took our place. Uh, the word pierced in verse 5, but he was pierced for our transgressions. Of course, on the cross, his hands and his feet were pierced. The, the sword, uh, the spear went into his side and pierced his side. Uh, and by the way, Isaiah is writing this hundreds of years before the Romans come, hundreds of years before there is any such thing as crucifixion. So what he is, is mentioning here um, you know, that give us details of what happened to Jesus on the cross that, that he couldn't have even known about. Uh, the word crushed, uh, it says that he was crushed for our iniquities. Um, that word crushed means that he, that he was crushed under the weight of a burden, and that burden was our iniquities. So not only was he suffering the physical suffering that comes from crucifixion and all the things that he went through, but the greater pain that he was enduring was the weight of all the sins that, that crushed his spirit, all the, the, the innocent one being bearing all the sins of, of all time, of all the world. It goes on to say um, that by his wounds we were healed. Now, in some versions, that word wounds is translated stripes, which conjures the picture of all those those lashes that, where he was beaten 39 times with the, the whip. And uh, so 
it was there that that atoning blood first began to, to flow. Uh, healed here um, is really talking not primarily about physical healing, but about the ultimate healing from the sin disease that we have. Uh, and so that by his stripes, by the precious blood, that atoning blood that he shed for the innocent, for the guilty, that we are healed from uh, the sin disease that would send us otherwise to death. Uh, notice the words transgression, transgressions and iniquities. These are words for sin. Transgression means our rebellion, our, our acts of sin that go against God, against his way and against his nature. Iniquity is, um, means crooked way. And it really speaks to the fact that not only do we do sins, but we are just prone to sin because it's in a part of our sinful nature. And so um, he says that the punishment that was on him brought us peace. Um, that's a beautiful word. In Romans chapter 5, Paul speaks to this. He says, therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through Jesus Christ. So it's a beautiful passage. I encourage you to read all of Isaiah 53. But for this morning, what do we do with what do we do with this? During this season leading up to the cross, we should stop and, and gaze at the cross and be in awe. Let it change us as we think through the plan of God and what Jesus had to endure and what it means for us and what it bought for us. Remember, all those punishments that are listed here, those were my punishments. Those were your punishments. Those were the things that we deserved, and yet he took them on himself. Remember these things, and remember that through his punishment, you have peace, you have life, you have healing. So today, take a few moments and just remember and wonder. Thank you for joining me.